Okay, this is too good to pass up. They fucking erased it. Are you serious? <laughs> they fucking erased it. Oh, the 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 juices from this is so palpable. <laughs> this is beyond fucking funny. Um, if you didn't know, the background movie got canned, right? That was a big fucking deal. I've been a huge advocate in explaining that do not release it, but please, I want to see it, <laughs> right? And now, it's a high possibility that that's never fucking happening. <laughs> they, damn, they came in like a thief in the night. So apparently, like, the directors were fucking out at a wedding or something like that, and literally, like, they came back to the studio and they were like, it's all gone. <laughs> it was like, everything is gone. They took all of the scenes and shit from uh, Brian, uh, My Michael Keaton being Batman. My goodness, this is going to be one of the best. They're going to make a documentary about this thing. I swear to God, like they need to. And it it would be beautiful if they did. Um, and just show images from like the pictures and shit that's been um, buzzing around. And that's it. But just have everyone who worked on the movie talk about the experience with the movie, what the movie is supposed to be about, or what they remember about it. And then how WB was like, fuck off. <laughs> or uh, Warn Discovery Warner was like, fuck off. This shit is insane. It like like the movie I know was going it like it was going to be bad. But this shit right here is on a whole nother level. They did this like recent like when they did a Fantastic Four movie. It's, there's a really old Fantastic Four movie that's really terrible. I believe it came out in the 90s or the 80s. And it's incredibly terrible. And it was made with like the cheapest budget possible. And they never planned on releasing the movie. But then it got leaked. And people were able to see the horribleness of it. And it just kind of was one of those um, essentially a bedtime story type deal of like how bad a comic book movie can get. Uh, and it was, it was a boogeyman of horrible movies, but no one ever really, but people really didn't see it unless you cared to. Cause again, it just got leaked. Um, but it was never anything that was like that widely talked about or anything like that. It, it just, it happened. So essentially people thought this was going to follow suit. Eventually it was going to get leaked. Eventually people were going to be able to see it and trash it for the bullshit that it was. And that would be it. You know, that would be it. But like, no, nothing of value would have been lost because essentially it never got regularly released by WB and people only got the speculations and then you were able to tell how terrible it was. And then you have to remember, Discovery Warner is basically trying to become a whole different company in terms of what happening with WB. Does this mean they're going to fix shit? Fuck no. Um, right now, I believe that just the CEO that's running everything is just understanding that this shit isn't making money and he's getting rid of it. But as soon as he gets to something that he likes, whether it's good or bad, it's going to be locked in and then we're going to be fucked. Um, hopefully, you know, it will be good, but don't get too high up in the stirrups of thinking that like this shit is actually going to be something where it's like, oh, he's finally going to bring back these things to the way they're supposed to be. I mean, they just signed a deal with the director of the Batman to do like a multi-movie deal. And the Batman was OK. Like it was an OK movie. Hell, I've talked to people who said they fell asleep watching a damn movie, a Batman movie. And me personally, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was okay. It had, like, literally, I thought it was okay. It had its moments, and it had a big down, down-selling point. And considering that they're doing a multi-movie deal, I know for a fact they're going. he's going to want to do something with the Joker. And his fucked up Joker, just, uh, just a, uh, not necessary. It really isn't. Um, <laughs> it just, it really isn't, like. I don't know why people believe that in order for him to be feared, he has to look like a monster 
and he doesn't. Um, like literally the staple of his psychosis should just be like, you know, you could just get fucking plastic surgery and that would fix you. But it's like, he's more than that. Mentally, he is fucked. Not that he looks fucked, but mentally he's fucked. But that's neither here nor there. But essentially, this is, this is very interesting. This is very interesting. And it's kind of just building up the expectations of how bad this movie is to a very high degree. Because uh, apparently the movie was not finished. They still had a bunch of scenes they didn't shoot, as well as a bunch of reshoots and things like that that needed to get done, um, much to the credit of when they canceled it. But it's like they still had stuff to go. But the fact that like they just went in and just took a bunch of shit, and it's like that shit is just gone now, mm, it just, that just screams, my goodness, that's this was terrible. Hell, even the director said, like if, even if they asked them to come back, they won't come back unless they let them do it in their vision. Not realizing that they clearly made bullshit, right? <laughs> it was like, it was clearly bad. The fact that it was like the test screening audience for it just hated the thing. And then knowing the route in which they were going to take in terms of directing the fucking movie, it was going to be horrible. But they don't see that. But it's like, essentially, that's the problem that they're dealing with right now. You have insane people running the asylum. A lot of Hollywood's elites don't understand regular people. And because they don't understand regular people, which is why they're not making any fucking money off of regular people. It's so fucking stupid that this is what we have to deal with. But again, this right here is hilarious. They're dealing with a guy who's cleaning house and get her in anything that is not making money. Because what is the what is the point of this company besides making money? And he's been fucking gutting a bunch of the animation shit um a bunch of the the dumbass woke movies and stuff and whatnot and they're literally getting rid of stuff that's actually that stuff that they own that's on like their streaming service like hbo max and whatever and they're getting rid of them because no one's fucking watching them so it's like it's it's a waste to even have them being hosted so this is all very very interesting uh it's like the bad girl is just the biggest thing within nerd culture to be talking about but everything that discovery warner is about to do with the um with the programs and every um, like with all of their content is is also interesting i mean they canceled a fucking scooby-doo movie and i believe the scoob movie did okay um i'm not exactly sure and it you know it was it was popular for a little bit uh you know memes and shit like that but like i said this is all on a whole new level we have this has never really been done before in terms of someone just basically cleaning house of something that is innately horrible. I mean, it's now gotten to the point where he's fucking up. He's, he's fucking with the goddamn comic book part. And that typically was something that Warner Brothers just kind of left alone to its own devices, thus leading it to be super gay, which is what it is now. It's just super gay. And now that he's um, tracked down and has trickled down into this shit, also not making a profit, that is hilarious. Now, me personally, I feel as if this can easily bleed into essentially what I hate about um, like movies and stuff in general that um, that are out now to where it's like the content is terrible and it's far more um, style over substance, you know, and it's like the writing is real bad, the content is real dumb, stuff doesn't make sense canon wise or canonically, but you got dumb motherfuckers who go see the shit and they just love the fact that it's like, ooh, flashing lights, motherfuckers fighting, that's it. it. It just hits them on that basic level and then that's all that they're happy about. But realistically, you look at it and it's like, if you had a brain, 
then you would know this is bullshit. What was it? Um, the fucking Prey movie did that. Prey, um, Godzilla versus Kong. There's a whole bunch of movies where essentially it's like, I'm paying attention to the story and the characters and the things that they're saying. And I'm going, this is fucking stupid. But everyone and their mama was writing a review about this thing, talking about it's a triumph, it's a masterpiece, it's all this, it's all that. And it's like, there's nothing in this that actually does that that needs to be put on this type of pedestal but that's what people do and that's essentially the route that hollywood is going in right now because those are the types of things that make money they can keep their stupid dumbass story all they have to do is just hit people on that small little dopamine level to make them sit there and talk about how positive something is it's sick it's dumb and i hate it it's the same thing like you get so many critics that basically criticize fucking um they, they criticize movies that generally are like horrible and all like horrible and awful because of the namesake of um buzzwords and fucking that's what's popular or whatever to target but then when something generally comes out that's good but people aren't really talking about it like that oh they just look the other way uh i've actually talked about this before but whatever i i don't care (laughs) there's nothing i'm never going to do about it but it this right here is very funny this is very funny and very interesting because I, I'm intrigued on the route in which WB is going to go. Right now, the CEO was basically going to be at a crossroad where he can either instill, um, you know, faith within the WC brand. Because, I mean, he even stated that he wants the DC brand to be strong, like to be like to be because it's, it's a it's a fucking moneymaker brand. Right. And he wants that shit to be strong. So it's like all of the bullshit that scares away people from even enjoying this content has to go. The man canceled the goddamn animated series that was going to be done by Bruce Tim and J.J. Abrams. Now, you would think, damn, but that was something that was a big fucking deal as far as like lame comic book people are concerned because they brought it up and they kept talking about it and they wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. Yet anyone with a brain sat there and went, this is fucked up. J.J. Abrams is going to ruin Batman because that's all he does. Every series that J.J. Abrams gets a part of, he ruins because the dude's a terrible writer. Um, He's a famous director, but a terrible writer, right? (laughs) Man has no foresight whatsoever. Uh, And then his main idea is the mystery box bullshit. No foresight in storytelling. So (laughs) it's like, that's the worst thing. And it was like, yeah, I can I can make up a story, but I have absolutely no plans outside of um, essentially it getting to a certain point. But it's like you're working on something that demands more but he don't care. He can, he can only go so far and that's, and that's it. But, uh, and it's, that's so fucking sad. Uh, he has so much power and that's so fucking sad. Simpsons did an episode. I was just basically jerking him off and I, I hated it. Um, but <laughs> Jesus Christ, but it, it was him working with Bruce Tim and Bruce Tim was one of the original creators of the first original Batman animated series. Um, now with me, you know, hearing anyone that like knows Batman shit, you would sit there and think, oh, wow, that's great. But I feel the opposite because Batman, the animated series, as well as like the Justice League shit and everything, after a while, it started going down bad, right? Um, because of what WB was doing at the time and their need to try and um, get on a younger market, they focused on Static Shock and Batman Beyond. And then they just got rid of Batman, the animated series, Superman, the animated series, and the Justice League Unlimited show which in their own right were actually good shows, but they got rid of them because they want to appeal more to kids because back then WB had kids WB and kids would watch this shit on Saturday morning cartoons. Crazy, right? 
Also, Justice League Unlimited did the dumb thing of essentially making it to where multiple episodes were needed to watch in order to understand little storylines that they had going on. And if you weren't about it, then you weren't about it. Same thing happened in the X-Men animated series. And the thing that bogged that down was just Fox's showing of that. Because they just, they played shit out of order. And it was annoying. God, it was annoying. Especially if you was keeping up and you loved it. I remember seeing Morph die. And he became one of my favorite characters. And then the very next episode that came on, he was brought back to life. And he was evil. And I didn't understand what was happening. <laughs> but that that's the kind of bullshit that went on back in the 90s. <laughs> they just didn't care. <laughs> oh, man. Growing up was awesome. Uh, <laughs> growing up was hard, but it was awesome. But um, it it just goes to show, like like the fact that that got canceled, I think is amazing. Because, like I said, Bruce Tim and them were fucking up. I mean, these are the same people who made a comic explaining that Batman got Barbara Gordon pregnant and then she lost the baby during one of their adventures, and it was sick. Like it's a disgusting thing. The, also, the idea that behind the scenes, because they couldn't outwardly say it in the show, but they were like, "Nah, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy clearly were fucking each other." Rather than them just being friends, because that would make sense. It was like, no, nope, they were fucking each other, and it was like, what the fuck? And then it's like, but you made Harley Quinn to be a psychopath that was obsessed with with um, Joker, but it's like, nah, we we like the idea of them fuck. And then they would literally go to conventions and draw them lewd and shit like that. And it was like they were being freaks near the end of the series and it was like god damn it like like what the fuck <laughs> and it was like and it was i feel that that was one of those things that back then was kind of something that people don't talk about enough where it was like the limitations that they had actually helped those shows develop way better than they would have if they were just allowed to do whatever they want look at ren and stimpy ren and stimpy had so many stipulations and issues that they were like they just cannot do for an animated series because the shit is meant to be for kids and they would work around that and because they did that it made for one of the glorious cartoons ever you look at ren and stimpy and then you look at spongebob and you tell me that spongebob didn't get nothing but inspiration from ren and stimpy you you look me in the eye and tell me all those all the steel shots the um elongated jokes the moments where like the artwork would drastically change in order for like some weird wacky animation and whatnot all that shit stopped um started from ren and stimpy before it even touched spongebob and and it's like i love spongebob so it was like yeah it, you you can feel the spirit of that kind of transition over and it was glorious cartoons but then look what happened when spike tv gave the creators of ren and stimpy free range to do whatever they wanted they made a series that only lasted like six episodes and then honestly it was like yeah you're you're being way too <laughs> explicit and all of the stuff that made you special is now fucking gone because you basically shined under um under adversity rather than adversity is it adversity um <laughs> uh you basically you you were able to shine under pressure you became a diamond under pressure but then without that pressure yeah you just made shit so it, it's terrible that that happened but essentially I feel that the same thing was done like Bruce Tim and the rest of them when they worked on the Batman animated series. The shit that they were not allowed to do, they could not put in the story and it did not ruin it. Because let's not forget, as much as people love Batman the animated series, I bet a majority of you only remember the earlier stuff that was shown in the Batman animated series. Not the later shit, because I guarantee you the later shit is where the series started falling off and it, was, it became shit. It became crap. 
they literally had a plot point where Batgirl and Bruce Wayne were together, and it was fucking dumb, and it was gross. It was like, that's Batgirl. She's way younger than you, and it's like, why are y'all together? This is sick, <laughs> but it's like, that's what they wanted to do, and they put it in the story, and then they got rightfully canceled <laughs> because it was dumb. <laughs> it was so fucking dumb, but yet, but yet, there are still good moments from Batman the Animated Series, and like, Hell, uh, even to arguably one of like the best depictions of Batman known to, um, known to date. Hell, I what I personally loved was the depiction of the animated series where everything took place and it looked as if it was um, held within the fifties. And yet, as time went on, when they started, it became the New Adventures of Batman and Robin and whatnot. They had to ante up with the timeline in order for it to fit with um, Justice League and the Superman show. And honestly, like that's when a lot of the stuff and a lot of the writing and a lot of the elements and storylines and plot points started going downhill to me, you know, and it was like, it was terrible, but that's what happened with that. And then basically it just moved over to Batman Beyond, which was a far more solid and better story. And it's just all overall, just far more enjoyable, especially for my kid brain at the time. <laughs> I guess WB was right. <laughs> but I digress. It. It's something to where, this, this, like I said, this is very fucking interesting because this has absolutely no other choice but to be a an amazing conquest, right? Like, uh, like the, the potential that Discovery Warner has for cleaning house as well as actually producing content that would be enjoyable, worthwhile, worthwhile and then just on the standards that it should be for something with so so many amazing IPs that should do nothing but deliver you fucking money. I I don't I don't believe that they're going to do anything that's going to be that substantial, right? Considering the fact that they did this movie deal with the director of the Batman and everything, I don't think that we're going to get a Batman movie that's going to be on the realm of um the expectations that the Batman movie had because there were far bigger expectations than what the movie actually delivered. Um, but again, the movie did not deliver anything bad. It's just that what the director had going on was kind of like, I wish someone would, I wish these people would talk to fans and get an understanding of how wrong they actually are. And not just any fan, people who live and breathe this shit, but they're not crazy, right? Like someone who's like, I know everything there is to know about Batman, but and it was like, hey, they meet, you know, and it was like, but dude, calm down, you know, <laughs> and it was like, they're calm, they're, calm. they're, they're, they maintain to where someone could have talked to him. And he was like, I want to do the Riddler, like the Zodiac killer. And it's like, yeah, that's not going to work. You can literally fit, pick a plethora of other villains that could fit that motif. And that would be fine. But with the Riddler, it's not his thing. It's not his MO. You need to do better. And I'm pretty sure with your creativity and the way how you do shit, you can do that. And it would be fine. You can either show the Riddler the way how he should be shown and the way it would be proper for the Riddler, or you could bring in another character. Because immediately when I saw that fucking movie, only thing that kept screaming in my head was Anarchy. I was like, God, Anarchy would have been perfect. And like, he would have been the perfect villain. It's just that a lot of people don't know him. But he is up there in the realm of where it would have worked. Uh, they had Anarchy in that 3D Batman animated series, uh, Beware the Batman. Uh, it's like, And then he was in the... um. He was in the Batman Origins game, so he wouldn't be that far-fetched to have, um, but it's like he would be a lesser-known character in comparison to someone like the Riddler. But you could have had it to where Anarchy was doing what he was doing, and then the Riddler was pulling the strings behind the scenes or something like that, or some other big-name guy or whatever. But 
you focus too much on the gangster shit by having Riddler not be Riddler. And then honestly, it just kind of fell to the wayside of having him be a memorable villain because he didn't even do Riddler shit. The only Riddler thing he did was um, the fucking uh, answer these three riddles or I'll blow your head off moment, which was such a Riddler thing. And that was so well acted. And I love that part. Um, but then it's like you have the little notes that he was leaving and then he pieced them all together to try to figure out who he was. And I was like, that was from Batman Forever. A movie that supposedly people hated, but it made a whole bunch of fucking movie. <laughs> I mean, it made a whole bunch of fucking money. And I loved it because I grew up with a VHS copy of it and I watched it any chance that I could. <laughs> was, I don't give a damn what anyone says. Jim Carrey was amazing. And he did more Riddler shit than the guy who was in the Batman did. Fuck. <laughs> but still, I digress. I keep getting off soft subject. But the but again, it's like the, the stuff that this dude is doing in terms of cleaning house. And sticking to his guns about making this brand powerful again. Kudos, right? I, I'm giving it up to the guy. You gotta you gotta give him that. He's seeing that there's bullshit. He walked into a pile of shit and then rather just go, I'm gonna just ride this motherfucker till the wheels fall off. He I'm cleaning it up. I'm gonna clean it up. And so he's going in and he's just decimating. He's way too, he's bigger and higher than everyone else. So then it's like you're at a point where it's like shit is getting different because it's a whole different company now. Now you got to think about like different contract stipulations and whatnot. All oh, that shit got to get revamped because you signed a contract under one company. It's literally about to become a whole new one. The money that's going in to a merger is something that's also really ridiculous. So the fact that he needs that as a, um, as an, uh, um, basically a damn near um, even more of a, a pragmatic realism behind you know cutting cutting costs and everything also makes a lot of fucking sense so where it's like yeah there's a lot of wasted money going on when there shouldn't be because we're responsible and we're in charge and we own the rights to so many different fucking things that could easily make us money and it's like yeah i need to go through this shit with a fine-tooth comb because this shit is obviously out of goddamn control and like more power to them they don't have the resources or the money that Disney does, nor do they have the um, just this, this cold-hearted concept of dealing with their characters the way they do, or the stipulations of sticking to the fucking um, universe that they made up that fucking Disney done did to themselves, which is really even the, like the most retarded fucking thing you could ever possibly do. They have the ability to do whatever they want, whenever they want, and everyone will be used to it and it will be fine. Look at what happened to the Sandman show. I think that it was crap, but <laughs> a lot of people enjoyed it. And it's based off of a DC comic. It's its own character, its own world. And it's just, it did a lot of goofy shit. And it's like, hopefully they will stop doing stuff like that. You know, like they had Constantine be a girl. It was weird because it was the impossible girl from um, uh, fucking Doctor Who. And it was just like, nah, nah, I ain't like that. But could have had Constantine, could have had Lucifer be Lucifer. Uh, you know, just weird shit. Um, but it's like then the dialogue and a lot of stuff that was going on is like, yeah, you're you're having a dude that's essentially like above a god, getting his powers explained to him by creatures that he made. That's just uh, just poor writing. Like, but you need exposition, but you could do you could do far more clever exposition. Shit doesn't have to be so black and white. That's a sign of bad writing. Um, <laughs> it's like just it's it's bad storytelling. It, it's a bad storytelling, really. Um, but you know, but it's like it's. It's something where it's like, yeah, that's in the right general direction. Marvel isn't doing shit like that. Everything has to be connected to the MCU. And by doing things the way that they are doing, by connecting everything to the MCU, they keep 
inadvertently fucking up their own timeline. And it makes people basically just not watch their shit. Look at, like, if you compare and contrast what's going on, it's like, yeah, DC is slowly building back up their brand while Marvel has been tearing their shit down since its last run, like um, when fucking Endgame came out, which was at the height of their popularity. It really was. So what is like, so, so again, like having someone see the writing on the walls and going, yeah, this shit needs an enema is a very welcome thing. And more than that, I am just incredibly curious to see how this is going to pan out. This dude ain't playing. <laughs> the fact that he took that fucking footage from the Batgirl show, I mean, from the Batgirl movie, is is clear enough evidence that he ain't fucking playing. And I, I love it. I can't wait to see the fallout. Because you know for a fact the directors or someone else would have leaked the movie if they got the chance to sit there and pat themselves on the back and go, oh no, we did good. But it's like, you did it. It's not coming from a labor of love. It's coming from a labor of fucking preaching, of, of being girl power and woman this and blah, blah, blah. I'm pretty sure it was going to be a moment where she talked down to Michael Keaton and it would have made everybody just want to slap everyone else inside the movie theater. But, well, wherever they were going to play. Was it going to be a movie theater? Yeah, it was supposed to be in a the movie theater. Um, in the movie theater because they couldn't release this shit online. There was like no streaming service wanted to touch it. Um, or um, HBO Max didn't want to touch it, <laughs> which is even more fucked up. But, yeah, and it was like I so it was like I know for a fact like this thing was not going to have got, done well. The people who worked on it worked on the Miss Marvel show. We all know how the clusterfuck that was. It 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 just it just screams terrible. But the fact that like they're going to this extent to try and fix this brand that has been destroyed by the brand <laughs> it is like hey, admirable, very admirable. But I hope. You know what you're doing. I hope you put it in the good direction and the right direction. Yeah, I would like to see better um, Batman movies and Superman movies. I would like to see a plethora of DC characters that no one talks about actually get their time and light. Um, you know, they're shining in the sun. They've slowly been able to build up a, rep, um, a rapport with other characters by like having them in small stuff. You know, Titans here, the, um, you know, Teen Titans Go is still incredibly popular and funny as hell. And it's like anyone who complains about it, it typically is just a Teen Titans fanatic that just doesn't understand. Uh, realistically, times have changed. The cartoon has changed. Get the fuck over it. And it's like, if it doesn't make you laugh, then don't make you laugh. But Teen Titans Go was proving themselves over and over and over again to basically be above other people's expectations, as well as like being something that's for a different generation entirely. And honestly, I'm someone that's all for it because I think Teen Titans Go is actually incredibly funny. Uh, and I love the original Teen Titans series. Seriously. <laughs> but and it's like, how could you like Teen Titans Go? They had Weird Al on Teen Titans Go as Darkseid. And the shit is hilarious. <laughs> and Darkseid wanted to kill Weird Al Yankovic because he was like, he's a monster. He's the thing that he desperately needs to destroy. It was funny. <laughs> the, the show was funny. But it's, like I said, this is incredibly interesting. To, to be like where, and I mean, I could have seen them easily do like what they did with Deadpool, you know, when they released that little footage um, for Deadpool, which got the movie to become a, a thing. But you have to remember, like, think of the, think of the circumstances behind the people working on the shit, right? This is a, like, Deadpool was done as a labor of love. Ryan Reynolds knows the characters, the director and the writers knew who the character was. They loved the character and they wanted to give him a proper um, iteration in the movie that has never been done before. And it was a huge fucking success because he, he is amazing, right? And it's like Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. So it, it's amazing that that was able to be done. But you have Batgirl, 
which is a movie coming out during the height of the um, woman powerful movement bullshit, a movie that's done under the guise of having a, a gender swapped Barbara Gordon as well as uh, uh, bringing back Michael Keaton to be Batman, even though why the fuck would you do that? Basically stipulating on the fact of um, not having him do Batman Beyond, but instead do a fat girl, like just a bunch of dumb shit. <laughs> uh, Brendan Fraser being Firefly, the writing seeming terrible, the production value of everything looking horrible. It just did not look like it was going to be anything. I would say if, if one thing, it was like the fact that they showed her all beat up in some of the little... Um, pictures that they had was quite interesting because like, i'm pretty sure she gets like beat the fuck up but other than that do you really like the directors and whatnot being responsible for other shit and it's like yeah all of that was this lame written garbage and whatnot really not having a steady uh uh like a good steady okay <laughs> when it comes to writing female characters i mean the wonder woman movie the first one was okay but we all saw what happened to the sequel. And that's literally when they let the lady who directed it take full range behind the motherfucker. And people hated it. <laughs> so you, you gotta understand how crazy that this is. You, you gotta see that, right? You have to just put this shit together and go, damn, what this what these niggas do to make this nigga that mad? <laughs> and it's like they 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 burn themselves. So like I said, I am curious to see what's going to be the things that he okays, what's going to be the stuff that he goes, this is what we need, this is what we need to do, I want this project instead of this one, I want to change that instead of that, and what else he's going to fucking cancel? Like, there's literally a list of all the shit that he's gotten rid of that um, is coming, going to come into play, and then I can't wait to see what he does to the comic books themselves. So, it, like, it, it, it's all it's all uphill from here. Well, not uphill. We, we got to see exactly which hill is going to be, but interesting as shit. This has been another episode of Fun with Flame. I've been your host, Dan Flame, and as always, good people. I hope you have fun. Damn, this shit is crazy.